Welcome to Self-Care After Dark Podcast with me, your host and self-care bestie, Shivani, licensed therapist, author, self-care coach, and CEO of SweetSugarBaby.com. My mission is to educate and inspire you to engage in self-care so that you can be confident in yourself and bold enough to get everything you deserve out of life. Each week, I'll drop a new episode pertaining to self-care, mental health, interviews, expert advice, and or tips to engage in self-care. And remember, if you find value in this episode, screenshot it and post it to your social medias. Don't forget to tag me. So get comfy, grab your wine, tea, or coffee, and tune in, besties. Hello, everybody. This is Shivani, a.k.a. your self-care bestie, a.k.a. your favorite self-care therapist and coach. How y'all doing today? Um, me, I'm cool. I'm cool. Like, legit, I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, I'm trying to... I'm trying to balance this schedule. Like for the summer, I assume that, okay, the summer's here. I'm going to be chill. It ain't going to be so busy. Y'all, today is July 31st and I'm literally booking stuff for September. Like my August is already like jam-packed and I'm just like, oh my God, like <laughs> I need to slow it down. One of my girlfriends today was like, hey, you know, you can cancel some of those engagements, right? You, you, you know, you can cancel some stuff that's that's in the calendar. I'm like, oh God, I pride myself on being the person that baby, if we put it in the calendar two months from now, I will be there. You don't even have to, girl, you come in. Oh baby, I'm in the parking lot. I'm already here. Where you at? Right? Because I value being a woman of my word. Right? So the idea of canceling or, or rescheduling is, it's making my knees weak, y'all. It's making my knees weak. But anywho, let me give y'all a quick update on what has been going on with me. And it's been so much. It's just been so much. Um, all right. So I told y'all the last episode that I am doing, I am fully in my private practice, fully doing my own thing. Um, and that's that's going well. It's go it's going well. School is gonna it's gonna start. So then, you know, I might be working a little more, but that is going well for me. Um, I'm still processing, just I am I am a full-blown entrepreneur. Like, nobody is cutting me checks, only myself. And, you know, it's not as scary anymore because I'm just like, I am going to be in alignment. I am going to do what I need to do. And guess what? The people, the clients, all of that stuff is going to flow to me. I'm not going to have any issues. And they're flowing, baby. They are They are flowing, and I'm super grateful for it um, because I do know that going to therapy is like, the scariest thing you can do. It's not scary when you're in it with me, but it can be very scary to initiate, hey, I need to talk to somebody because I'm, you know, I just need to talk to somebody. So it, it is scary, but um, I'm grateful for my new clients and things are going well. Um, so I went to Houston, guys. Uh, last week, I took my partner to, um, I, I booked a surprise trip for him, y'all a complete surprise trip this man did not know we were going until we were inside the airport like checking our bags and doing our luggage and all that stuff and I handed him the ticket like here babe this this is where we going and he was like oh my god we want to you like what because he's never been and I had never been to Houston and I was like I got the whole trip planned literally y'all I planned the flight 
the car rental, the hotel, the restaurants, the activities. Like I did it all. And baby, let me tell you something about this ADHD, okay? That is a huge accomplishment because me having ADHD, I be struggling sometimes, right? Like just to stay on task, to plan ahead, to like have all of my ducks in a row. My friends will tell you right now, Shivani is a friend that's like, hey, y'all do the whole thing. Just tell me when to pay, how much to pay. I'm a Zelle, you baby. You don't ever have to worry about that. I'm just going to show up and I don't even need to know what's going on. Just point me in the right direction and tell me what time I got to be ready. And that's, I'm, I'm in. That's it. That's the type of person I am, you know? Um, so to have planned a full trip by myself, y'all, I felt like a big girl. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> My partner was like, man, see, you could do it. Because he's usually the person that's like, all right, babe, I went and bought the tickets. All right, babe, this is the hotel we staying in. And I love that for me because, baby, I can live my soft life and not have to worry about that because that's not my vibe. That's just, that's not where I want to be. Okay? Been there, done that. It's not where I want to be. But I did it for him. And he had such a great time. He was so happy and that made me happy and I was like listen I just want you to be happy like are you excited are you happy are you did you enjoy these places did you enjoy what we did and he he loved everything about it y'all Houston low-key is kind of like you know South Florida a little bit like I felt like I was I felt like I was home um it was cool though it was fun um I'm used to going to places like let's say going to Tennessee when you're in Tennessee you could feel like you feel like okay I know I'm in Tennessee this the country I know I'm in Tennessee you when you go to Colorado I know I'm in Colorado we don't have mountains in Florida like that like yeah this is different but being in Houston I was like oh I feel this look the same the roads look the same you know like I was like okay all right. I liked it. I, I felt like home. So it wasn't like a shocker, but it felt good. I, I enjoyed it. The food was lit. Um, the people were cool. You know, the staff at the restaurants and stuff like that were cool. We didn't have any any negative experiences at all. Um, it was it was great. So I definitely recommend y'all if y'all want to take a quick little trip to Houston it's so many things to do. Like, it's so many things to do. Um, one of the things that I planned was the rooftop cinema in DC, in, not DC, in Houston. And baby, let me tell you something. The way that Houston relates to Miami is that it's hot as hell in Houston, okay? Our, our tickets were for like six o'clock. We were there and baby, the sun was like sitting on our foreheads. It was rooftop, meaning we were up in the sky watching this movie. Bad, bad, let me tell you something baby the way that my back was sweating in them chairs I was like okay I, I that this probably wasn't the best idea but overall it was fun it was a new experience we got to experience I was hot sweaty mess but it was cool we we had fun you know and he's not a complainer like he's not the type of person to be like oh my god I'm so hot oh why you took like he was he was right and I was like, all right you cool I'm cool we cool all right we had a good time so it was really really nice y'all it was really nice um so we did that and literally got home like that Monday night and baby uh Tuesday morning uh hello hi my name is Shivani hi I'm your therapist like baby I was back to work honey I was <laughs> I was back to work and the funny thing is is I was working while I was up there so I had a client on Saturday um just one and then I had a client on Monday morning hey how you doing how was your week like the beauty of being able to 
be a virtual therapist is just I can see my clients. I don't care if I was in Chicago. I can see my clients. I can talk to my clients. I can still work and do what I got to do. Bring home the bacon. You know what I mean? It was just, it was cool. I, I really enjoyed it. And my partner understands because, you know, he'd be like, go ahead, baby, make make that money. Do your thing. You know? So he was cool with it. Um, So, yeah, we came, hit the ground running. You know, the boys are still in camp um, and they're doing well. Um, this summer has really helped me to kind of release being so overprotective with my children um, because they've only been a part of like the family school so they've always been in private school they've never gone to public camp or anything like that so you know they've had their moments of trying to learn and navigate like oh everybody not just nice and sweet oh you got some people that's gonna be mean or that's gonna try to take advantage of you or you know you know that that might be little bullies and stuff like that so they're learning how to navigate I'm learning how to navigate you know um trying to teach them how to fight their battles right because I be wanting to fight now but I I can't do that because I can't do that throughout their lives I need them to learn how to problem solve and you know you know deal with their own issues um so that's been interesting that's definitely been interesting but they're going to a charter school this school year so I need y'all to know how to navigate dealing with all these different types of people Um, my children have only been in class with people kids that look like them they've never really been in class like in a classroom environment with other children of course they've been exposed to other kids because you know we go to museums and we you know go out of town and they they don't my kids really be like I don't see color like they really on that which is beautiful right it's beautiful it's not realistic because baby other people gonna see color as you grow up into big black men they gonna see color then but you know them knowing how to navigate with different cultures and, and different religions and different kids and it's beautiful um but it's it's they gotta learn because I look I can't hold a hand forever right um but this has really taught me to like okay step back and and at the end of the day pray all right y'all going to, on the field trip on the school bus lord Jesus I be like God please protect my kid you know and I, I let them go y'all have fun you know and I keep myself busy because at the end of the day I don't want them to be you know I don't want them to I don't want to put my anxiety off on them I don't want to put my fear off on them. I don't want them to, I'm scared to do this. I'm scared. They, they already deal with a little anxiety already because it's hereditary, okay? Um, but I, no, nah, you got it. You good. You not scared of that. You strong. You can handle it. You know, and I kind of boost them up because I never want them to feel like they can't do some of the things that they want to do just out of fear, you know? So I try to amp them up, boost them up, make them feel good. Um, but they're doing, they're doing well and I am doing well too. And they'll be starting like real school in like three weeks, y'all. Three weeks? I'm just like, oh God. So, um, you know, still dealing with that, still trying to, you know, help them, um, just with that whole process and you know we've been doing school shopping and all that stuff mentally trying to get them prepared for school and stuff like that but overall it's it's been cool overall it's been cool um I just want to shout out to all the Leos because my birthday is next uh next month like in two weeks August 9th okay so if y'all are listening to this before August 9th y'all make sure y'all come through and shout out my birthday on my on on August 9th on my birthday and just say happy birthday 
birthday and share this for my birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but I'm, I'm just excited. I'm just, August is going to be an amazing month. Like August is going to be a phenomenal month. I can feel it already. Like I just know this month is going to be filled with blessings and abundance and just growth and happiness and joy. So I'm excited to go into a brand new month very, very soon. Um, and we are about to get into our episode. This this week's episode is is, is fire. Um, stick around. It's uh, it's about defining ourselves, right? Defining ourselves. So. Um, it's, it's starting after this little message. Are you looking for a way to incorporate self-care into your life, create healthy boundaries, and reach your personal goals faster? Self-care coaching could be the answer for you. Through partnering with me, your self-care bestie, I can help you gain the insight you need to make lasting changes in your life. Self-care coaching can help you develop the confidence, knowledge, and skills you need to reach your personal goals and become the best version of yourself. So don't wait any longer. Visit selfcaretherapyandcoaching.com to book your free 15-minute consultation with me. We are back. So this week's episode is going to be about allowing others to define us. And I find that this is very important because from early on into our childhood, we are defined by people, right? And sometimes we walk into whatever people have said about us. Uh, case in point, you got a child and your child is just off the chain, right? Like little Tommy is, you know, we shouldn't use the, the term bad, but, you know, people will say, oh my God, he's so bad. He's so bad. And it's like, okay, but you defining that child as bad is going to, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You're going to um, define him by that. And he may try to live up to that term, right? So instead of thinking, okay, well, I'm a good little kid. I'm, I'm fine. I might have my little rough moments, but you know, but if you're like, he's so bad, he's so bad. And he like accepts that as his identity, which children accept whatever you 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 put into them that's why it's so important to be very calculated with what you say be very careful with what you say to children because sometimes they can take that on as that as their identity so you've told little Tommy he was bad and you're like why he just so bad and every day he wakes up and he chooses violence okay and as he grows older he's like well y'all have always considered me bad y'all always have written me off so what's the point of trying right what's the point of trying right so it's 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 dangerous to put labels on people right and as a therapist, it, you know, we, you know, people will come in and have these different labels and I'm, I'm this and I have this and I'm, and I'm like, okay, but I, I need you to understand that that doesn't have to define you as who you are. The issue with labels and with being defined by diagnosis and by what people have said and things like that is that you begin to believe that that's true right? And you begin to shape your actions and your attitudes and things of that nature by what we were defined as, right? And I think one of the hardest things is to 
break the mold of what they have defined, what other people have defined you as, right? Even when it comes down to like diagnoses and things like that. So when I was diagnosed with ADHD, um, I was like, oh my God, what? Like, oh God, you know, and I'm not going to lie. There was a little bit of, as a mental health therapist, understanding that these things don't define you. There was still like, as a human being, there was still a little bit of shame in that for me. There was still a little bit of guilt in that for me. There was still a little bit of, oh my gosh, what does that mean? Are people going to judge me? Are people going to think that something is wrong with me? Right. And the worst thing that you can do is make someone feel like there is something wrong with them or that they are damaged in some way shape or form or that like you don't validate who they are because oh you got ADHD so you, you don't know what you're talking about you know like that is the worst thing that you can do to a person right based off of a diagnosis so when I did get that diagnosis I had to like sit with it for with myself for a little bit and just say okay well who am I gonna tell what what who am I gonna share this news with like do I tell people, right? Do I, you know, kind of add this on to who I am as a person? Like, what do I do with this information? Because I'm a grown adult. I'm an adult. I'm an adult, right? And of course, you know, people don't know what, what that means, right? Or people... I didn't know what it meant for a while, right? But people will say things that are not very helpful, you know, when you learn different diagnoses and things like that. So I had to deal with, okay, who do I tell? What does this mean for me? Is this something that I share with people? Do I, you know, subject myself to being judged or really ridiculed or um, kind of doubted with, about certain things? Like, how do I handle this, right? And it was very difficult, but I did choose to share it with a few people and now with the um, but the people were like, what? You ain't got that. Ma'am, yes, I do. You know, or how you got that if you got a master's degree? It don't matter. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you intellectually. But moving back to the, the definition and being defined by things, right? Because people will easily, you know, try to invalidate your feelings and try to make it seem like, you know, there is, you know, that's that's not true or you know like not believing you and not trusting you because of like what you have said or things of that nature but the thing is about defining people is it can be extremely damaging to put a label on someone and when you label someone very rarely can't will you move that person out of that out of that box right so you know how they say first impressions are lasting they say that for a reason, meaning if I meet you and you are a jerk, right? The first meeting, now mind you, I don't know that you were stuck in traffic. I don't know that, you know, the dog bit your toe that morning. I don't know that you're hungry. I don't know anything about your experience leading up to meeting me. All I know is that in the moment I met you, you had an attitude and you were a jerk to me like or you were just a jerk you gave off jerk vibes so now I meet you know I somebody says oh do you know um you know Joe oh Joe is a jerk I cannot stand Joe you know and and I have put Joe in that box of being a jerk right not understanding what led to those behaviors and you know not knowing anything about uh, Joe and not even being receptive to allowing Joe to give me to, to, to make another impression on me, 
right? Even if I see Joe the next, you know, in a, a week after that, I'm just still filtering how he behaves as being a jerk, right? And that's dangerous because we're not allowing people to change. We're not showing people compassion. We are not giving people the opportunity to say, hey, you know, when I met you, I know I was a jerk or I know I, you know, had a lot going on, but, you know, I, I apologize for even making that impression on you, but this is who I really am, right? Like we don't give people that wiggle room, right? Which, you know, that that's how most humans are. And if, if we do, it has to be a conscious effort, right? A lot of people, they're like, I don't have time to even give you another chance. If you blew the first shot, as far as making that impression, they're not giving you another shot to make another impression. Or if you do make another impression, they're not going to believe you. I don't believe him. He being phony. He just, he, he being fake, right? But labels are so dangerous because they define how you view that person, even if that person has changed or has adjusted or has grown, right? Labels are dangerous. So from, from me to you, I think it's important for us to understand that. One, we don't have to be, be defined by any label that someone else is someone else puts on us, right? There are a lot of people that are like, "Oh, Shivani, so uh, she's so mean." Okay, that's your perspective of 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 me, right? But in order for us not to be impacted by other people's labels, one, we have to be able to identify who we are, right? We have to be able to know without a shadow of a doubt. I know who I am. So anybody that tries to put me in their box, that's on them. If they think that I'm this type of person, that's on them. They're missing out on who I truly am, right? Because they've decided to put me in this label that, you know, they don't want to deal with. And that's okay. I respect it, right? But that doesn't mean that I have to agree with it or that doesn't mean that I have to be around someone that doesn't see me for who I am but I need to know who I am right and I think one of the biggest issues is we don't really know who we are so we are putting these labels and we're just kind of boxed in well they said that I was I was shy so I guess that's the role I gotta play when I'm around I'm, I'm just shy I'm shy you're not shy you gotta get comfortable around the people that you're with there's nothing wrong with you you're not shy that is not who you are that is not your behavior. You don't have to be the shy person of the group, like, because they've defined you as that. That is not who you are, right? But if you don't know who you are, you jumping into each label somebody gives you. Oh, they said I'm shy and I'm not funny and, you know, I'm quiet. So that's just who I am. When deep down inside, you have a lot to say, but you, you can't say it because you've kind of adopted this idea that you're shy. You've adopted this idea that you're just kind of the go with the flow friend, even though internally you'd be like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go that go go to, to that to that place. I don't want to, you know, it, it's we have to define who we are. And that that in itself, it takes work, right? That in itself is scary because it may not be who other people think we are, right? That's when people, some people might, you know, be dealing with their their gender identity like you know somebody's feeling completely different than what they appear to be on the outside right and them having to redefine who they are and you have people that say well I'm not calling you by your preferred name I'm not using your your pronouns I'm not doing none of that and it's like but they're telling you who you, who they are and you're deciding to not 
validate who they are. They are telling you who they are. That has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with who they are, how they identify, what they feel, and you should respect it. Now, do they? Everybody's not going to respect it, right? And those people that don't respect it, that tells you where you place them in your life, if they are even in your life. But literally, that's an example of you being able to identify yourself and people still choosing not to respect how you identify, right? People do that every single day. And it's the most disrespectful thing you can ever do to someone, right? The most disrespectful thing you can ever do, right? So if you have people dealing with their gender identity, you have people dealing with, hey, I am really not who you think I am, right? This is who I choose to be today, right? Even when it comes down to growth, right? Even when it comes down to growth, if we've been doing things one way, being around these same individuals doing things one way, maybe we, you know, we're not as motivated. We've never gone to school. We, you know, we kind of party all the time and that's just kind of how we are. And that's kind of, that's been our identity for the last 10 years. And we, we wake up and say, you know what, I'm ready to do something different. I'm not going to go out as much, right? I'm going to still go out from time to time, but not as much. I'm going to enroll in college and I'm going to start studying every day because I need to, you know, pass these classes. You have taken on a completely new identity and guess who's going to fight it tooth and nail? The people around you. You're not going to go out again, man, what? You, you're not going to go out? Oh, now you're a bookworm. Oh, now you're, you know, you're the teacher's pet. You can't go out. Now you're in school. You think you're better than us? Like you have the people around you that make evolving and changing and creating a new identity those are the people who make it difficult because those are the people that are like I'm going to choose not to acknowledge it I am not going to respect it you know and and at that point you know with our new identity we have to decide what are we going to do now that we realize that this person doesn't respect what we say who we are, how we feel, how we identify. What are we going to do now? And that's up to you, you know, but I am a strong advocate on being around the people that make you feel alive, that make you feel seen, right? I had a client the other day, we were talking and she was like, you know, I really appreciate you because you see me. And that, I could have broke down right there, y'all. I could have broke down right there because that's my only desire. When I talk to people, I want you to feel seen. I want you to know that I hear you and I see you for who you are as an individual person, right? And that's the most validating, beautiful, loving thing that you can give to other people is to see them, right? Take down the labels, Take down who you thought they were last week. Take down how you thought they did last week, right? And every time you interact with people, give them a clean slate so that they can be and adjust and evolve, right? It's not my problem that you've put me in that box. Don't look at me when you like, girl, why are you acting like that, baby? I am new. I am brand new, baby. I have evolved, but I saw you yesterday. I'm a new person today. And you can evolve and change and grow as much as you want to without asking for permission. Without asking for permission. If you've been like itching to change, but you're like, I don't know how people gonna receive me. Listen, they don't have, it don't matter. It don't matter. You're gonna have so many people that are uncomfortable with your evolution, 
that are, that are going to be so uncomfortable with how you choose to identify yourself in the future, what you choose to do to define yourself, they are going to be so uncomfortable. And that has nothing to do with you. I want to make sure that you know that you can change, evolve, and grow, and you can choose how you want to identify yourself from day to day. And that's that's your right, that's your power, that's your strength, you know? So if you are walking around with labels that other people have put on you that you no longer identify with, I give you permission to let that stuff go. Release that. That's not that's not who you are. That's not who you are. This week I want you to journal, everyday journal and and define who you are. And even if you wake up today and say, "Look, this is who I am today." This is who I am today. I am a person that going to the gym. I'm the person that, you know, is adventurous. I'm the person that's fearless. And even if you don't feel that way, we manifesting, baby. We we are manifesting around here, okay? And that's, that's how we're going to get down this week. So this week, you guys journal about just who you are. And from day to day, who who am I? How do I want to identify and how am I going to define myself today, right? That's what I want you guys to do this week. So my affirmation this week is going to be simply, I define me. I define me, okay? And I don't have a book of the week this week. The book of the week is going to be your self-care journal. I have a journal. If you don't have one, it's called um, A Moment For Me Daily Journal written by moi, Okay, and every day you can go in that journal and you can write down, how do I identify today? Who am I today? What am I doing to further like um, solidify my identity? Right. What am I doing for myself? That is what I want you guys to do this week. If you enjoyed, blah, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it, like it, comment, do all of those things. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.